Welcome to 12 Days of Marketing, where we share 12 special topics to help your business start the new year right. And now, your co-hosts of 12 Days of Marketing, Matt Halloran and Kirk Lowe. Hello and welcome to another 12 Days of Marketing podcast with Kirk Lowe. Today we are on day seven and Kirk's going to talk about seven tips for self-marketing. Now, Kirk, as we just basically kind of open up this door that we're about to walk into together, what are some ways that you can promote yourself without coming across as being like a schlub or a schmuck or any of the other schmucks words? Oh, you always have such interesting intros into topics. Schlub. Did you say schlup? I think I, I said schmuck and schlup. So yes. Uh, so yeah. I made up a word again, but it's early. I know it's perfect. So how do you get your name out there? I think the most important thing is if you're an advisor these days, you're an expert and you need to consider doing expert marketing because you're in the expert economy. And so how do you do that? There's really only one way, and I'll give you some basics. And, and you kind of figure this out if you listen to us before, but if we get some new listeners here, they need to know this. And I'll, I'll keep this brief. You have to be able to showcase your expertise. Mm-hmm. And by showcasing, that means sharing it. So you have to say smart things. If you can't intelligently speak about what you know and do, and I don't mean throwing a bunch of jargon at people, that's, that's not what people want. They want to know that you're, you can distill, communicate, are intelligent, and that is the first and most important part of being um, in the expert economy or marketing yourself in the expert economy. The next one is you have to show you understand what people are going through, that you understand what people are going through and that they need to plan for stuff or how they need to plan for that. So how do you do that? Well, you've got to sh- weave that into your ex- how you share expertise, right? So those are really important things. You need to share you care, which is not the easiest thing to do if you're writing. It's a lot easier to pull off or convey that when you are either doing a video or a podcast, as an example, or you're doing a live event. The thing about live events is they you do them for the people that are there, and then typically that is sunk, right? It's, it's, it's done. When it's done, it's done. Unless, of course, you're smart enough to bring a videographer and tape it and then break it into a little piece of content and share it online, which is always a smart thing to do. Obviously, then it's a video. Another one is to show your, you have personality. People, these, you know, people typically want to work with people that they can connect with, uh, feel good about. In some cases, it may be really important that they think that you're philanthropic or charitable. It might be really important that they think that you love sports. Who knows? or that you love, you know, finer things, or you love simple things, you know, gardening and and growing your own vegetables, like whatever it happens to be, you put it out there into the world because people embrace that. And even if you're not who they are, they'll respect you for having, you know, personality and passions, right? Outside of work. Mm -hmm. Well, I know that. I don't think people these days are as excited about working with people who, you know, don't leave work till eight o'clock at night, don't spend any time with their family, Right? They want well-rounded people, and so attract them through your personality. And be a giver. If you're going to be ex- marketing in the expertise economy, you need to be a giver. You need to share as much of your mind and hopefully your heart, too, and thoughtfulness as you can. And that's all part of being a, um, an expert marketer in the expert economy. That's one of the most important ways to get your name out there, which is the best way to promote yourself. 
Now, we personally, you and I, try to do our best to, to give as much as we possibly can. And we have some stuff that you're going to reference here that really outlines and, and even can give somebody somewhat of a plan to really do this in 2020. Yeah, absolutely. So the most important thing here, I think, is to be resourceful and think of opportunities and find ways and don't pass the opportunities pass you by either. Let me give you an example. When you're meeting with clients in your office for a coffee or you bump into them and you get an opportunity to talk about your podcast and, and, and giving back through that medium or, or that you have video or you've got a blog, wherever it is, make sure that you interject it into conversations as much as possible. And you're thinking to yourself, well, that sounds really self-promotional. Like, but you can just say, hey, did you have you had a chance to listen to my podcast lately? What do you think? Do you have any ideas? Anything you'd like me to talk about? Are there people that you know, you know, the people that you know and talk to all the time that you think would be great to work with us or you think we would love working with and vice versa? What do they want to hear about? What are they talking about? What are their concerns? You can strike up, strike up some really simple and uh, good conversations with people that show you really care about their friends and family and then you care about about doing your podcast. Uh, so there's all kinds of opportunities. Some other opportunities for being resourceful are, you know, finding people on LinkedIn that you'd like to work with, connecting with them, saying hi, asking them some simple questions about, you know, how's life, how's work, things like that. Like some really easy, open-ended questions. Like, uh, for instance, Matt, I know that you're pretty avid about wishing people happy birthday on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a fun thing to do. Uh, when I, when I, I don't, I don't do it right now, but when I've had little spurts of doing it before, which I know you're saying that, well, you're not being consistent, Kirk, I was talking about that, but we, we break the rules too. But one of the things I used to do was say, you know, what did you do on your birthday? Mm-hmm. That was one of the questions I, I loved asking people because I thought, I know everybody knows that you can hire an assistant to say happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. But I thought, I always thought that it would be more genuine and I was interested to know what people did in there because you get some really cool answers sometimes. You do get really cool answers. And in that second level stuff really just shows that you aren't a bot, that you're actually paying attention and all of that. Now, I want to pause you there for a moment. So, so um, we have a resource. We have a resource. Can you talk about that resource real quick before you finish up with, with this plan of, of what you should do on social media? Yeah, so if you go to topadvisorm.com, and you click on the Influencer Academy, there's some categories inside there. If you click on the Marketing Strategy category, there's a Marketing uh, marketing Plan Tactics for Advisors uh, document. It's, kind of, it's not really a white paper. It's more like a checklist. And there's all kinds of ideas on little things that you can do. I'm sure you can add to that list, but those are a bunch of ideas. Um, some of them are a little bit more obscure, and they may not work for you, but they may give you an idea in some, somewhere else. Right. Ignite an idea sure. in your mind. Well, it's it's always well, good to, to go ahead and, and just try to make it so that, you know, we're planting seeds here. So what what okay, so you just talk about what you should do on social, especially LinkedIn. What should you not do to promote yourself on LinkedIn? Yeah, so when you're sharing your wisdom, we talked about asking open-ended questions. And because open-ended question typically means you're you show your care and you're you're open to listening to their answer versus trying to lead them. Um but I would say the most important thing when you're talking to people is do not sell. Do not sell on social media until they ask to be sold to. And then when you do ask to be sold to and they give you that cue, sell lightly. 
it's better to get them to experience your marketing and your expertise marketing specifically as much as they can so that when they say they're ready to be sold to, you don't actually have to sell. Right. So this happens for Matt and I all the time because of the podcast. People are, I'll say raving fans because they, anybody who I think says I've listened to most of your podcasts, that, that must be raving fans. Yeah. Status. I they don't, Yeah. Yeah. They don't, they're not wearing a t-shirt or anything, but we don't have t-shirts. Do like they would, if they were a sports fanatic, but you <laughs> maybe know, we need to, to create a t-shirt for people. I don't know. So it, yes. Uh, so I think, you know, that's a wonderful thing. And for Matt and I, we don't often have to sell our ideas or our credibility. We've already got that in place. It's just figuring out um, what parts of our solution would fit somebody's world, mm-hmm. what the cost or the investment is, and, and going on, moving on from there, which is a great place to be because you don't find yourself repeating yourself as much. And um, I think most people would, would agree and there'd be a lot of heads nodding here saying that's what I would like any prospective opportunity to be a client meeting. Well, the other so thing- that was the first one, don't sell. In other words, oh. do not send offers. <laughs> I can't believe how often, and I've started taking some screenshots of people immediately after they connect with me, not just sending one offer, but multiple offers after time after time. And the craziest ones of all are the ones that don't even apply to me. Yep. Like ones that think I'm a bookkeeper. That's a more recent one. <clears throat> I get that when you're running a campaign, sometimes people you miss stuff, but don't send offers. Ask questions. And if you know something about somebody, send them a link to a, a, an episode of your podcast or a recent blog post that pertains to them. That's probably one of the most powerful things you can do on a, on a resourceful marketing basis. So finding individuals who you can add value to their world or answer a question they may have been thinking before. You, so it's, you're, you're selling without selling to them, right? You're selling to them by educating them, by being proactive and showing you care and also showing you know who you work best with. Mm-hmm. And those are wonderful opportunities. And those you can manufacture those at will on LinkedIn, right? Yep. You just have to go find, do a search on something, see if somebody's talking about it, or if they liked something somebody else said, or if they liked it, maybe that matters to them. Just go find, do some keywords, do a search, find people. I uh, use Sales Navigator, do an advanced search for people, and find them, invite them, start conversations send them stuff you're doing, do not send offers and do not send them a link for a, to book a consultation with you until they've asked for it. Yeah. Do not send you ha- the timing of that is really important. So, so try not to do that either. So those are some really good ways to do that. Another thing that if you don't have a, you want to have a podcast blog or video that you're doing regularly, but another thing that you can do to escalate the ask or, or the, or the give, sorry, is uh, having a white paper. Yeah. And we have another resource on our webs on our influencer Academy uh, library to so go to the website, go to influencer Academy and go to the, uh, the top category, which is content. And there's a, how to write a white paper 
Paper and that, there, dude, it's the anatomy of a white paper was, was one of the, our most downloaded things that we've ever done <clears throat> because people want to write white papers. And we know that that's such an easy thing to one. You can, if you do a, a kind of a lead funnel the, you know, they can put their email address in. That means we capture their data. They're willing to give you that stuff. Um, but it also really does show that you have put some really good thought into their specialty and expertise. Now, Kirk, we have been instructed by our team to keep these nice and short. So, so here's the deal. Let's sum this puppy up about how you can promote yourself, right? And some really, really good tips for self-marketing. And then uh, and then we'll move on to uh, day eight. So, yeah, so I'm going to give you some more fast, some quick tactics here. Good. That are going to help. Well, let's just call it promote your podcast. But you can do the same thing for a blog or a video uh, or even a paper. So get a little card, carry a card with you called a promo card. Do not have your, your contact info on it have your links to your podcast or blog on it. Draw, get people interested about that. That's way better than having a business card because a business card says, call me when you want to meet. Mm-hmm. The other one says, I want to give you, I want to educate you. I want to be in your world. I want to add value to your world. I want to share what I know. No strings attached. So start carrying promo cards. So you can go to Vistaprint, get those done pretty quickly. So that should be promoting your consistent uh, content channel. Another one is to uh, send an email to clients and make sure you're telling them about why you're doing a podcast or blog. Ask them for ideas. I I, kind of went through this conversation earlier. Ask them if they're listening to it. Ask them if they have any friends that would want to listen to and what they think they would want to know about. So get them involved. Make them feel part of the process of what you're doing there. Make sure that you share your content in your newsletters on a consistent basis and do not have a newsletter that talks about in a lot of detail about a lot of things point them to stuff so give them a little caption point them the thing about that is if people don't have a lot of time but they know when your email newsletter comes in they don't have to read a lot that's a good start Mm -hmm. we start ours off with some pretty intriguing stories and i know people once they start reading will continue through with with a couple of paragraphs but if you don't have that kind of the, the writing team in place to capture somebody's attention and get them to read a bit, just keep it short and sweet. Tell them what's going on. That's a wonderful way to get top of mind. Make sure your clients know what you're doing so they can talk about you with uh, prospects and things like that. Another one is make sure that you share what you're doing with your clients on a regular basis when you meet with them. Or even talking about with your family and friends. Get people talking about your podcast or your content on a consistent basis. I love podcasts because you guys, everybody knows why we love podcasts. If you don't, just go listen to pretty much every podcast I do, or Matt or I do. We podcast for that reason. But talk about it. Get people excited about it. It's so you know, it's so easy when you're in front of somebody and they say, oh, well, I don't know how to get, and if they say, I don't know how to listen to a podcast, show them how to download an app, go find your podcast and subscribe to it. Literally would take a couple of minutes and, and you're adding value just by knowing how to do that. If you don't know how to do that, go to YouTube and find out. But it's very easy. Go look at podcast uh, apps in your in your app store, whether you're on Android or uh, Apple. Uh, find the the app that that you want. To read some reviews, whatever. Click that thing. Search for the podcast that you want, and then just subscribe to them, and they automatically start showing up on your device. You can listen to them anytime you want. Those are some like really simple ideas to get your name out there 
some organic marketing techniques. And if you don't know how to start, if you do, if you want to start your own podcast and you don't have a big budget, go to our website at Influencer Academy. Again, we do have a paper on how to start your own podcast. Yeah, and that's wicked super detailed. Yeah. Podcasting with us is a bigger deal because we're going to make a full strategy for your company out of it. It'd be like hiring a full-time marketing person without the cost, but that's without the same cost, I should say. Sure, sure. But if you want to do it on your own, there's there's options for that. We can help you with that as well. So, Kirk, thank you very much. I I, I love this. And, and organic marketing is so freaking important, and I don't think people truly understand it enough. You, you have to leave your office. Uh, you have to pick up the phone. You have to do these organic activities. And when you do that, everything changes. The buzz starts happening, and you start gaining momentum. This is not one of those things that happens super quickly. It's something that once you gain momentum, you're going to find that momentum, and it makes a huge difference. So yeah. you guys- and after you've done this for a couple of years, that's when you can start adding other things. You can start adding some 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 uh, Google ads, right? You can you, you think about Facebook advertising. You can start expanding once you get this base done. But if you don't have this base, everything else is is just advertorial. Like it's just sunk marketing. I run an ad when it's done, it's done. Things like that. Yep. So, you know, focus on being resourceful, doing the right things to create um, to to do expertise marketing in the expertise economy. If you have not uh, listened to the other uh, seven podcasts in the 12 Days of Marketing, uh, make sure that you go back and listen to the rest of those. We will keep these on the website for as long as we can. And uh, pretty soon we're going to be talking about day eight, which is Kirk going to talk to me about ways to retain your listeners when it comes to podcasting and really your audience in general. So thank you very much. And we'll see you on the other side of the mic for episode eight very soon. Brought to you by Top Advisor Marketing, a done-for-you podcasting solution built just for trusted advisors. This was brought to you by iris.xyz, a platform helping financial professionals become better in business and life through new media and new voices. Visit them and learn more at iris.xyz.